Cody. Okay. Coda. What's up? Kodoritsky. What's up, my dude? What's up, Mikarino Cappuccino? Mocha fucking latte? Mochaccino? Da-da-da-da-da-da-da! scoop bap ba dow Bam! Good morning! It's sunny San Francisco. Actually, good morning for you. Oh, yeah, it is actually good morning for me. I did wake up at 2.37, which is when we're recording this. I didn't actually wake up that late. I woke up mm-hmm. at like 12, right? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I was genuinely surprised you were up. Um, uh, hey, you know what? <laughs> starting starting the podcast off good, I fixed my sleep schedule, kind of. Oh, really? Because I wake up at 12 now. <laughs> what happened? So there you go. Uh, I don't know. I think like when you fuck your sleep schedule, the only way to fix it is just, you know, fuck it more. You know, you just got to stay up till oh, you pass that out is at eight. So true. That is so 100 percent true. <laughs> Whenever I'm traveling, I just don't sleep through whatever it is. Um, You know, caffeine usually does it for me. And then I and then I never have jet lag. Yeah. Yeah, just strong arm it. Just don't yeah. even just fuck it. I mean, <laughs> just stay a, up forever until your body works. says no. It literally works. Yeah, it kind of does. Know? Yeah. So yeah. I'm drinking a green juice right now. It's got celery, oh, cucumber, uh, two apples, a lemon, and uh, some ginger in it. I did juice it myself. Thank you very much. That's great. I mm-hmm. hate juices. I hate that stuff. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I like it a lot. No, my girlfriend makes it, but I, oh, really? I'm just like, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, Since she's when? a juice. We have a juicer. Oh, uh, recently we got one. Oh, that's cool. So You don't yeah. drink them? No, it's just, it's gross. It's just like this green health liquid. I'm just oh, like, Jesus, so, give me some I'm dominoes. So, Fuck this. Oh my God, no. Oh, uh, your girlfriend, the sweet angel she is. She's just trying to make you live yeah. forever. Even though like most of us she walks don't really in the care. Room, every time she walks it's in like, the room, she's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I hope you did your prayers. I do. So does she make you drink the juice? No. What the fuck? Yeah. She just holds me down. She's like, drink it. I'm like, oh, God. And she just pours it into my mouth. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I no. just choked at my juice. Don't tell a joke when I'm in the middle of a sip. Jesus. <laughs> Stop <laughs> sipping. We're on a um, podcast. Oh, so wait, podcast. but do you drink the healthy juice? It's good for you, my dude. Uh, I'd rather get health like by eating a salad and not just like grinding the salad into liquid <laughs> and then putting lemon in it and then putting, you know, all this other shit. <laughs> I think it's delicious, but anyway. Yeah. So, that's um, cool. Hi, Cody. How many days has it been since our layoff? Let's see. Oh my god, this is the worst. <laughs> I hate it. Okay. Okay. It's been forty days since our layoff, right? Hold on. Is that right? No. Uh, <gasps> I think it's 50. It's yeah. been 50 days since our layoff. Oh, Uh-oh. my God. 50 oh my days. God. What crazy. do we have to show for it? Yeah. Okay. So how does that make you feel? 50 days. That's a lot of days. Um, I definitely, I don't know. I think a little more recently I've been chilling out a little bit more. Um, yeah like last couple days but uh what do you mean chilling just like doing absolutely uh, nothing productive no like just (laughs) uh, (laughs) chilling is kind of fucking that's a very uh vague term i would say i've been more in the planning stages of what i'm doing and then like getting getting ready like not not necessarily doing nothing just thinking about doing stuff but like now i'm actively talking to people and trying to figure out exactly how i would make a dnd adventure and i found a oh. lot of stuff oh uh, wait uh-huh. also you could ask me how i feel about 50 days but how no. do you feel 
um i the Mm -hmm. the number scares me but also with the fact that covid's gonna get worse now in the states and the news and everything they say the next six to eight weeks is going to be like worse than the first phase like the first round of covid in march so that's really scaring me in terms of one the job market (laughs) and see that's the shitty part because it's like hey even if i get a job right now if the economy contracts i will be the first person to get let go again yeah Mm. it's kind of terrifying yeah it sucks to be a young person in the new economy because there's just so many older people taking up parts of the labor force that yeah. you can't get those jobs i think millennials and gen z's are the worst oh gen z's fox poor gen oh, yeah. z but that's us. <laughs> well that's us my dude i'm not gen z you're millennial i'm millennial you're kind of millennial too i'm pretty sure yeah but, i'm on uh, the border i think right. so anyway cody let's talk mm-hmm. a little bit about like what we've accomplished since the last time we kind of checked in i know last episode we had a guest so it wasn't as easy to talk it out but um Mm-mm. what have you been doing on your creative pursuits my dude I, i've got i can talk more about my failed comic idea um because okay. i think it is kind of interesting because i think it kind of sheds light on like what happens when stuff doesn't work out and like how to yeah. proceed from that and then also like i have been researching a lot about D adventures and found a lot oh. of stuff about copyright and what the, all this crazy shit the wizards of the coast does to people who try to make money off of it and like it's just so ridiculous there's like if you basically if you publish on one platform you can't publish on another if you make a kickstarter you can't sell it on a roll 20 if you make it on roll 20 you can't sell it on the deal website this is all talking about a uh, my dungeons and dragons adventure i'm working on by yeah. the way so uh, i found someone oh who God. really understands one of the platforms to sell it on so i'm working with uh, that guy he's a f- old friend of mine so um oh. that's that's kind of where i'm at that's great. Okay, so you're you're working on it. That's great. You know what? How about I'll make a goal. I'll make a goal on this podcast and you guys can like hold me to it. So I'll have I'll have started on literally making the assets for the adventure, like the actual tokens or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh by by Sunday. By Sunday. This Sunday. Yeah. Today's this, Sunday? So wait. No, no, this Sunday. So Oh yes, this Tuesday. Sunday. Yes, Wait, yes, yes, so yes. so the physical, are you going to make the physical thingies? It will be digital. It will be digital. digital. Okay, mm-hmm. wonderful. Mm-hmm. So when you one day um, finish this D&D adventure, are you? Yeah. Are we going to do it on the oh, podcast? Oh, that'd be sick. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> oh my let's God, I wonder. It. You're going to be an I, elf wizard, Mika. Oh my. That's all I've ever dreamed about, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh. that's awesome. Yes, I know I talked about it earlier. So copyright, stuff like that. Like I have the idea in mind of what I want to make. Um, yeah. and I have, uh, people helping p- possible help for my friends to work on it. So that's great. All Wait, so need. anyway, going back to the failed comic, uh, you were talking yes. about that. Yes. Um, what did you want to add to that? I mean, it basically spawned from the idea of like, I have these t- so many friends who are talented artists, you know, they like working on stuff. Maybe like I could think of something. Yeah like you uh uh-huh. <laughs> so how can i Don't how can sound- i extract okay, thanks, value buddy. out of them how can i no um for this one it was like uh we had a story i had a story ready if you know avatar the last airbender mm-hmm. um i had an idea to like kind of write that story but it's like kind of afterwards it was older darker version of the story with you know original characters and stuff and i had it all kind of lined up 
I wrote a screenplay for literally the introduction, which was like really solid. I edited it. Um, I shared it with everyone. I talked about it. Everyone was on board with it. And uh, they were basically, the idea was they would just draw the first intro and then uh, we would see how people liked it, like the 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 generate you know generating any excitement stuff like that. And then like you know a week went by, and then like you know they they weren't able to you know draw it because you know they had lots of personal stuff going on or whatever. Okay. And I started organizing meetings, and like I would be like, all right, I've got to work on stuff to kind of show that my team also needs to work on stuff, right? So okay. I kept writing the story. I kept writing way past the intro. I wrote almost the entire story out. Yeah. And uh, we had another meeting and uh, I was like, the, they were, we were talking about like the next, next, next scene. And, you know, we were, they were kind of, you know, criticizing the writing because it wasn't that good this time, admittedly. I definitely blew a fuse because I was just so upset. I was like, <laughs> I was like, how come we're criticizing my writing when like, you know, we haven't even drawn the first panel, you know? Oh, and, shit. And so like, I, because it was, it had been months at this point. And so I was like, oh guys, what are we doing? And then like, uh, what I didn't realize at the time was that like, they had a lot of stuff going on in their personal life. And like mm. they couldn't necessarily commit that much to it but i think that's the problem with friends is like i i did pay them a little bit for their time so i don't feel like i wasted yeah. time or anything um yeah but that's the thing especially when your friends are doing your project that tends to be yeah, hard that's the thing so yeah. like w the thing with this podcast that the reason why it's worked as long as it has and i think it's one of the longest projects you and i have ever worked on without one of us blowing a fuse because yeah. he also blows a fuse on me i think the reason why it works is because it's both of our projects we're yeah. both on it and it's not like one person is doing something for the other so yeah. if you quit so so goes your podcast <laughs> yeah exactly so it's then, your own thing dying not someone else's yeah yeah and i think it becomes a little bit more personal that way so that that makes sense i get it why your friends did it yeah so then like you said last time you just have to be the one that leads it and it's hard to lead it if you really do depend on the other people like for a comic you depend on the artist yeah that's like if you thing, don't have the artist you can't because like you can't physically draw anything out for them you can't help their work at all no and i i tried to do it for a bit i really did try i started drawing out panels and showing them that like well, what i wanted to see you know and they did actually blue line they got the outline ready for the first you know couple pages which was really cool of them um but after that it just kind of um died out drawing a comic is a lot of work you know and that's something i didn't really realize when i first started it but i do think honestly if we had drawn the first page and gotten some attention on reddit i think it would have been so motivating for them but you know we never even got there so i think like yeah. my advice for people starting something it's it, some projects just aren't meant to be <laughs> Yeah, and then also, like, you yeah. have to be with the right people and with the right vision, you I guess. You have to know that they're passionate about what you're working on, and it has to be exactly. something everyone wants yeah. to do, and I think, like, for my thing is, like, they liked the idea, but I guess not enough to work on it. Oh, yeah, the story's a little sad. It's just kind of about failure, but I think people need to hear it because, like, uh... I mean, yeah. it, it's it's not all sunshine and roses. Sometimes you do fuck up, and I will say, like, you will feel sad about it because it, it makes yeah. you feel like you can't do it. It makes you feel like you can't do it. But yeah. um, I think, like, now, like, what I've learned is, like, okay, now when I do something, I'm going to do something I know I can 100% do myself if it came to it. Like, yeah. obviously, I'm yeah. still going to ask my friends for help, but, like, if they uh -huh. can't do something, I this is something I could just work on on my own, you know, exactly. and get it done. And I think that yeah. any creative thing, my suggestion, 
question. If you're going to work on something creatively, do something that you can 100% do on your own first because or learn all the parts learn, like for literally me. learn it because like i know mika that was literally what you did for your channel right right like you learned yeah. you didn't ask you know someone to edit it for you like well, why don't you no, talk no, a little no. about so that that was the thing yeah so cody like offered one of his friends to edit my video and i didn't like the idea because i wanted to be completely self-sufficient for it especially as a youtuber or whatever mm -hmm. like it's obviously not making me any money and I don't want to start by just spending money on something that I could be teaching myself as a valuable skill. So, um, uh, actually my boyfriend helped me learn how to edit and then how to upload and like how to make all the um, thumbnails. I kind of did my own research and there's like a lot of like aspects of YouTube that yeah. people don't really realize. Um, like YouTube analytics or that's actually kind of helpful. And, you know, since we did it at work, it's kind of easy to navigate and it's very easy to understand. But I guess, you know, if you don't have experience with that, that's something else you have to learn. You have to learn how to edit videos. You have to learn music copyright. Um, if you yeah. don't want to pay for a music service, you have to figure out ways to do it for free, which can yeah. also end up like biting you in the butt later. So that's why I ended up you know, just using a music service where I pay monthly fee, but it's like a low fee. So it's yeah. okay. Which I gotta um, say, like that is so much harder than how it used to be on YouTube. On YouTube, it yeah. used to be, you could upload any song. You could just, you yeah. could, uh, you didn't have to think about it, honestly, but it's kind of a different game now. But then the thing is a lot of the times, if you were to use a free um, song from let's say SoundCloud, mm -hmm. um, I guess one of the new tactics is they make it free for a while and then they monetize it once your video has like enough views so oh that that Lord. music yeah. becomes or your video with their music becomes their monetization. So <laughs> it's safer to just, do it the right way and spend a little bit money up front, which, you know, I don't love, but, um, I guess also the idea is you're properly paying people for the art and the work that they're doing. So like the music that I'm using, I'm paying for it, which is good, yeah. which is bad for me now because I'm making absolutely no money off of it. But, um, <laughs> right. anyway, uh, so yeah, I learned all these things, you know, thumbnails, you have to learn how to do that. Right. You, right. Cause like you can't have an ugly thumbnail, you like all this editing software, you have to be a, a cinematographer, which I'm so bad at. Like you have to be a photographer too. It's like all these different aspects. And then also on top of all that, you have to have content. So yeah, yeah, you have that. to have a personality. I think it's funny though, that we both tried to do something creative and we both kind of ran into copyright. Like that's kind of, that's kind of funny. It's just something that's, that's so true with everything. Yeah. It, it, it's like, it's so expansive and it's not something I, I just feel like, um, it's something that the newer generation probably won't understand when they're on the internet. Like, Cause I, the, the wild west days of the internet, you could post anything and nobody talked about copyright because it was so impossible to enforce. And it's just slowly kind of etched its way into every part of the internet, every yeah. medium. And yeah, that's kind of what I had to do yeah. for my creative pursuit. What'd you do this weekend, Mika? Since the last time we talked, we talked on Friday. So it's Tuesday now. Uh -huh. I filmed three videos <laughs> you don't you what three videos you filmed i filmed three videos oh my. Uh, i just finished filming them today i haven't edited any any of them because i had an issue with my airdrops and then i had to figure out how to fucking manually upload my videos to my laptop uh -huh. so that i can edit them but um anyway i also 
decided that I'm going to try and sell some stuff on Depop, which is so stupid. What is that? What's Depop? What's you, Pop Deep? You don't know what Depop? Depop. So Depop and like Poshmark are like secondhand selling apps. Oh, basically. I know Poshmark. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I don't know how some people do it because it's so hard. And like, <laughs> I, I, sometimes it's easier just to like throw away or like donate all of your stuff because like waiting around for it to sell. I, I don't think I can ever be a reseller. Uh-huh. I, I just don't have it in me. And also I don't like the idea of like having all this clutter just so that one day in maybe six months, somebody will pay $15 for yeah. it, you know? And instead of like, like donating my stuff, I want to like earn something because we are unemployed and I'm like, Oh, this would be nice to have an extra, you know, income stream of like $5 a month. <laughs> so that's been fun. And that was like a major waste of my time. I should have been editing a video. Well, I think so, that's another yeah. thing. Recently, I've also been trying to promote our podcast on r slash podcasting. What's up? Um, <laughs> and uh, I got some good feedback. There's this one guy named Whiskey Amateur who I talked to you for a bit. His podcast, it was pretty interesting. They had, they drank uh, whiskey and they don't know too much about it. They they rank oh, them, cool. and then like one of them wins at the end of the episode, and they kind of you know that one's the winner. Yeah, like oh, a direct comparison cool. to whiskey and stuff. The guy was talking about like how he spent like tons of money on equipment and stuff like that, and like he only has like thirty seven consistent listeners and stuff. And so yeah. that's just something that always happens. Though I don't know, it's just so universal this experience of I'm doing a lot, I'm doing this thing, and I think is cool, and then I'm just not a- get able to get anyone to watch it. How do I do that? And like everyone has yeah. that question, and it's such a. I mean, I feel that way about my YouTube. I feel that yeah. way about our podcast. <laughs> yeah. Because I think these two things that I do are actually like something that I, I I commit a lot of time to, and that we put so much effort into. Yeah. That I hope that one day it pays off because otherwise like what is the i mean the point is like we have an, a creative outlet but also yeah. but also i want nice. people well, <laughs> you want people to listen to the thing you're doing like if yeah. if we kept doing this and only our five friends listen to it every single time <laughs> like for like a year would we keep doing it? <laughs> you know like i don't need i don't need thousands of followers but i would like if there was at least some people uh, you know outside yeah. of people who already like me who like the stuff i'm doing right and so that's that's yeah. the, my point was like that's the same you know the the questions the the insecurities you might have or everyone might have about like making yeah. something new and not having that much people look at it everyone has it and like the only you know you just have to figure out do i want to keep doing this or not keep doing this do i want to keep investing in it do i want to not and that's a question everyone asks and there's no real answer only yeah. you know you know so yeah and i guess the other thing is like if you're making the content because you're genuinely passionate about it like i can imagine if you're making youtubes just for the clickbait and you don't really like making youtubes uh it's probably not great (laughs) or like unfortunately i really like to talk to cody so this (laughs) podcast has been great it's just just recording our fucking conversations and you're like wow is she that mean (laughs) to you over the phone and you keep fucking answering i'm like yes dude (laughs) i see mika calling me fucking mika chino whatever her name is on my fucking phone and i hit i'm like all right time to get bullied and i slap that fucking green you know answer call button it's literally my daily ritual My God, um, Cody's. Uh, speaking of uh, you know phone names, uh, Cody and my phone is called Joe. I don't know. <laughs> <why>. <laughs> uh, 
that one day I accidentally, when I typed in Cody, it autocorrected Joe. No, I'm sure. So I think that's why I went with Joe. But also before that, I called him Chief. And then there's a lot of times when I'm looking for his contact, I type in Chief instead of Cody because <laughs> he's the only person I call Chief. And I don't know where it came used from. To where be, did that no, start? No, I used to be the annoying coworker in the office that called everyone Chief. Like, that's what happened. Like, I would literally go to every, I'd be like, what's up, Chief? And then, like, at one point, several of the people I called Chief were together. And I was like, what's up, Chiefs? Because <laughs> there's several Chiefs now. And then, yeah. and then I, I think I just continuously called him Chief back. And then it just, it blossomed to what it Chiefs. is today. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, he does. So this is fun for us, even if yeah. zero listeners listen to yeah, it. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, so <laughs> I think okay. So that's like a good point too. Like if you're doing something creative, like definitely actually like it, or it's just I don't think it's gonna happen because you have to deal with the not being famous. You know, um, oh. I think I think. Oh. <laughs> well, no, I think like I think okay, but here's another thing: is the reason why I think people would be okay with this if it was like a ubiquitous experience, like every single person starts off with like two listeners, and then you know they kind of you know blow up later. But I don't. That's not the case for everyone, right? Because like you've seen channels that have started around the same time as you, and they have a bunch of viewers, right? And you can't help but compare yourself. Yeah, 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 but. I 100% agree with you. And I think it's it's a, a mix of luck and, you know, the right content at the right time, maybe the right thumbnails. I don't mm -hmm. think I, I'm clickbaity enough for that. <laughs> and I like Cody keeps telling me to just <laughs> <laughs> you need to make a gene video and put your like, let's do an experiment. Make one clickbait okay. thumbnail with jeans, your your ass and some jeans on the thumbnail. It could be a stock photo. It doesn't need to be your ass. You can lie on the Internet, Mika. You're allowed to do that uh, and yeah, put it yeah, up yeah, yeah. and see how much more views you get. I guarantee you, you'll get more. Uh, yeah. So anyway, um. Yes, I get jealous, and that's about everything. It's every, everybody. Everybody gets jealous. Everybody gets jealous. And I wish also that you could do a creative thing purely for the fact of creating, which is awesome and great. But I think me and Cody are in this space now that we want to be able to make this a little bit more than a hobby, yeah, what we do. Absolutely. Because, because I think... Not to speak to for Cody, but I don't think we we really enjoyed our jobs. No, it's 100% true. Hundred percent at any point. No, it's true. Um, at any point. And I mean, a hundred percent enjoyed it. I mean, there were times when we were passionate about projects we were doing, yeah. and we really liked some aspects of our work and our job and the people we work mm. with. But then there was also the other thing about having a soul draining job where you didn't have any energy at the end of the day that you couldn't pursue uh, your creative. I wonder. Uh, I wonder if that's the image we should keep in our heads to motivate ourselves. You know, like. Yeah, I think that's really what I have to think like, about because <laughs> ever since work from home. Yeah. Uh, working for our company was really great because there was a lack of having to be this perfect polished person at the workplace oh, yeah. for whatever nine hours a day how many how many eight hours a yeah. day oh my lord um because having that persona like obviously i'm a very very different person at work we make jokes about how i'm very unprofessional but i'm highly professional mm -hmm. at work i i dress for it i speak for it yeah. i'm a very different person than i am outside of work in a good way i think 
Um, but because of that, it's really draining. Yeah. No, it, yeah. And you feel kind of like, I, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, it's, that's, that's, yeah, it's, it's not just, you, when you get a job, you don't just get the job. Now you have to act a certain way when you're with people. You, yeah. And that's, that's the soul draining part is it's, it takes all your energy. Um, and, uh, you know, it's hard enough to be a good employee. If, if you're a good employee, you probably can't be a good entrepreneur, you know, honestly, it's because the thing is you do have to follow social norms. You have to follow the status quo and you can challenge it slightly, but you really can't challenge it that much. You can challenge it enough so that you can lead a project, but you can't challenge it enough that you can fundamentally change how a company is. Mm -hmm. And I think for us, like we've talked about it, I think we probably would excel best at like a startup. Yeah, I'd love to work for a startup. Place. Yeah. But the thing is, working for a true startup means very low pay. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's some high pay startup, but I think like there's there's always something. There's a caveat to any type of job because like, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, you can work at a startup. You have more freedom in what you do. I think I think your work matters more in a startup, which is the thing I'm kind of interested in. Oh, 100%. Like, yeah, like instead of yeah. just being a cog in like a massive fucking company. Um, I mean, the fact that we were laid off shows how valuable yeah, we were. Yeah, and the thing is, we were them. valuable. I cannot, like, we had yeah, record yeah, profits at our company, and all of us could, like, demonstrably show that we added value to the company. Like, it was very clear yeah. that we were. I grew my section 300% since I was, since yeah, I started. Like, 300%. That sounds like a fake number because that's a lot of growth. And usually when you have a have any company, what, like 50% growth is like amazing. Yeah. 300%. Cody did yeah, the same. Yeah, and then they laid off our entire company. So that like that's the thing is like, you know, you can like people are, think that if you do a good job at work and if you're valuable to the company, they won't like let you go. No, they, 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 companies make bad decisions. Like <laughs> you can get laid off even though you're doing yeah. a good job. Like it has nothing to do like they there's always yeah. a way to explain away statistics or growth or stuff like that like there's probably just some exec who like looked at our work was like yeah that's some growth but you know if we did this we'd get even more and then bam all your work is irrelevant like you didn't even get to sit in the room yeah, that talked about you getting laid off you know exactly <laughs> and it's more than just growth what they think about they think about the bottom line they think about the stock prices yeah they're in a different world and then that's what no, yeah, they're so high level that even like our VP, our vice presidents, like that were slightly closer to us, they still had no idea what we did every day, even though they sat next to us, yeah. you know, that like, like that just shows how high level everything is. And especially in a big company, I understand why it has to be high level, because when you're that big of a company, you need you need people directing it. You need people at the top to make those hard decisions. But then it's like people like us who get cut. And I, uh, I, I think for so me, sad. it's just stupid. Cause it's like, I literally, our team could not have done more of a good job. There is literally no way. Yeah. And we got like, Oh, because, <laughs> because the no execs way. had some sort of strat strategical idea to improve the company. And it's like, I don't know. I think, uh, I think way too many people are way too comfortable in their jobs. Like, I don't know how the fuck people advocate for things like, you know, like uh no no healthcare once you get your job i don't know you know it's it's just, it's just like you can get fired for any reason you know or laid off yeah you know? that's true and that's like and that makes you think about social healthcare a lot because because i never had to think about that which is very very privileged of me because i was able to work for a company that provided me 
you know, healthcare and these benefits, yeah. right? But then when you don't have that company, and then also we might not get a job anytime yeah. soon, even after our severance is yeah. done. Like, we need to yeah. live in a place where we can go to the doctors without, like, going bankrupt. We both like, went that's to so college. Scary. We both grew up in, like, you know, middle class, upper middle class, you know, living situation. We're, we're not, like, disadvantaged at all. And we might not have health care. No. And, like, that's nuts to me. Yeah. It's like, we, we didn't do anything wrong. Like, why, do, why don't I get to go to the doctor, I mean, you know? We did everything that we were told to do. You know, like what society tells yeah. us to do. Go to school. Go get, go to college. When you're done with college, get a job. And then we got a yeah. job. And, and then, then we, now and we don't then, have and wait, the job. Wait, there's another step. We did good at that job. We provided oh, value right, at our company. Right. We did good. And we still got yeah. laid off. And we're still going to lose our health care, yeah. right? So, like, I seriously, what did we do wrong? You know, <laughs> it's like we went to good colleges. You know, we I went... Mean, we we were the t we were the people that foregoed a creative degree because exactly. we wanted something that would provide us a, a solid yeah. job. Like I, I, I mean, I would have loved to been in the cinema school. Maybe I should have gone to the cinema school. I mean, not that I'm talented enough for that, and not that I knew that at the time. But like you know, I I chose this very practical yeah, degree. Exactly. Be, and then you, so did yeah, you. Yeah, actually, I um, had a, so that we could get yeah, a job. I had a, I was gonna go to UC Santa Barbara for creative writing, which was an amazing program, and I uh, said no, and I did economics at Berkeley. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's. That sounds fun. We did all the things conservative Asian parents want we from did us. It, yeah, I mean, this is this is I, this and, is the millennial struggle. I'm gonna be honest. Still, this is the millennial American struggle. Like, but anyway, uh, let's finish up this political yes. rant uh, on a happier note. What else I did this uh, oh, this yeah. last since that, last time yeah. we spoke? I got this little hair blow dryer thing. It's a Revlon like comb hair blow dryer thing and i'm like i'm gonna tell you right now i am not good at hair stuff but i bought this because i found it for 26 dollarinos on the interwebs wow and i want to try it because uh they it's like this uh do you know what a blowout is cody oh, oh, mm, maybe <laughs> 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 no, 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 a blowout. So there are salons that that exclusively only do blow drying okay. for hair. So they call that a blowout. I, and so people what type of salon is will this? go no, to these salons. <laughs> <laughs> Not the kind of blowout where, where? that you want. Okay. Anyway, right. <laughs> so um, they people go to these places they get their hair professionally blow dried and it has like this like voluminous kind of like very put together look to it it's very expensive to do i think it's up it's like 50 dollars oh and up per session and this is just a blow dry right so they're not cutting your hair they're not $50 doing anything for a so blow this product that i bought a good deal <laughs> <laughs> you could probably <laughs> you can find a cheaper one yeah down exactly the river. yeah there's, it's <laughs> anyway, a free market there's um, other people at the <laughs> so i bought this hair dryer blow dryer thing for 26 dollars. i just tried it before this call and i feel like a glamorous celebrity it's Yay. it's awesome All i right. love it so, I, it's great maybe that's why i sound so boring because my hair is straight <laughs> and so i don't have the curl that i normally have which maybe the curl makes me a little bit more spicy you're plenty today, spicy mika it's a straight hair it's, it's <laughs> i would actually like you to tone it down you know uh 
I also built my copper pipe. Mika sent me an image um, of her rack. with some copper pipes, and <laughs> it looked like she was a crackhead that had just stolen, robbed some sort of building in order to make a clothes, and, I, and it turned into a clothes rack. All she just sent me was some <laughs> copper pipes. I'm like, well, that's what else do you think of when you see copper? Oh my God. <laughs> okay, that was. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, I did this DIY project. I'm gonna post a YouTube of it. But oh my lord, copper pipe is is not cheap. I understand why the crackheads yeah. do it. I yeah. get it now. I get I the crackheads. That makes it. sense. Um. Yeah. So I, I guess it was semi-productive, but I haven't finished any of the projects, which is uh, something I'm very notorious for. I, I start a lot of projects and I never right, finish Mika, them. Set a goal. Set but a goal for, the, for Sunday. Okay. Um, I need to edit one of my videos. I have three filmed. I need to edit it. Um, and editing, it doesn't take a day for me. It takes uh -huh. quite a while. So, oh, and then, okay. So by s Sunday uh -huh. or by next Tuesday? I want to have one video edited and I will Amazing. also have our podcast edited. Amazing. I will Sounds have. Good. What are you uh, going to have? Amazing. I am going to have uh, the dungeon, the the overall idea and the structure and let's say one encounter, which is a, a good landmark for the adventure that I'm going to make and sell. And I'm going to target what day is it? The 20 I'm going to target at least mid-November for release. All right. So it's going to be tough. Ooh, it's going to be tough. <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, Ooh, yeah. 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 Okay. And then we will be playing it live. Yes. Here on the Mika podcast. will be an elf wizard. There will be three <laughs> goblins. <laughs> okay. There's three goblins. What do you do? Mika? What do you do? Um, I tell them that they look fat in that dress. All right. And roll intimidation. <laughs> you could do that. You could do anything. Do anything. <laughs> you can, yeah. Everyone can that. have fun in D and D. Uh, it's honestly, I'm seeing it everywhere now. I, I don't know. There's some sort of principle though. I've heard, I've heard before. It's Pareto or something. I have no idea. But it's like when you hear about something, when you learn about something, you start seeing it everywhere. Um, that's me okay. in D and D. I've ever since I've gone to D and D, I see it everywhere now. Everywhere. Are you sure it's not the the Google ads oh, that fuck. have tagged you? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and the it's bots. the bots. No, I <laughs> swear, I swear. It's, it's becoming big. People people talk about D&D like it's uh -huh. therapy for millennials. That's one I saw recently. It's good for you, Mika. This is perfect for you. Oh. you do some, being, oh, that's wonderful. Being an elf. Free therapy. I'm soon not going to have any insurance, so. <laughs> I'll be your doctor, too, Whoa! Mika. <laughs> oh, <that's, laughs> oh, my God. I break my foot, and Cody's like, yeah, it's uh, fine. We got to cut it off. We got to cut it off. Just, just It's not going to make Mika. it. Cut it. Stop whining. Amputate. Oh my god. And then Mika without a foot. Oh my gosh. She might actually oh be nicer now. Yeah. <laughs> she has a flaw. Just push her over every time she's mean, you know. Just like. <laughs> <laughs> That's mean. You're mean. You can't be mean to me. Anyway. Uh, mean guy. <laughs> We're gonna I'm gonna call that quits for the this this episode of the podcast. Okay, remember, Vaughn, we have goals set. Um, we have goals, goals baby! Baby! It's a, it's a goal! All right. <laughs> okay, uh, sing set us up, out, baby! Da, zumba, zamba, boomba. Bow, 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 <laughs> bow, bow. bow. <laughs>